Don't become partners with those who do not believe. For what partnership is there between, between righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship does a light have with darkness? Amen. So I simply want to use um, this word, uh, partnerships. Amen. That's all I want to talk about tonight is partnerships. Ships. Amen. It is very important. I know in some Bibles it said, do not become unequally yoked. Amen. It's really just talking about partnerships. Who are you partnering with? Watch this. Sometimes it will make a difference in your life because uh, we heard the old saying. That birds of a feather flock together. And so many times we choose partners. Watch this. We choose partners sometimes not because uh, they think like us. Not because they walk like us. Sometimes we choose partners because of what they have. Come on, talk back to me. Many People, watch me now, get married <laughs> because the other person, watch this, has something that the other person can benefit from. And hey, Miss Brandon, thank you for coming on. And that's not the way partnerships work. See, because if you are in a relationship, if you are part of something, and if that thing or that person has have more than what you have, then they're going to be pulling all of the weight. Amen. While they're pulling 85, you're giving 15. Come on, talk back to me. So partnerships are very important to the believer. Amen. Because listen now. Because many of us have gotten in relationships with people who didn't think like we did. And then when we begin to think different. This somebody ever heard this told them, "Oh, oh you you different now. You you not the same." <laughs> and they said that to you as if it was a bad thing. They never said to you as it is a good thing. Because now, here's the and then and then they say things like this. Oh, so now you think you better than me. Come on, talk back to me. Here's the thing. If we together, whether Christian or not Christian, if we Christians together, then you and I should want to get better. And vice versa. Even if two people, hey Miss Bird, even if two people who are not Christians get in marriage or get in some type of relationship, get in some type of partnership, 
They should want to get better. You should want to get better. And because you want to get better, you should want the other person better. But sometimes it don't happen like that. So now here, our brother Paul is talking to the church in Corinth. And he's urging them to be careful who you partner with. <laughs> Come on. Because if you're not careful, if you choose the wrong partner, that could be a good chance that that person will pull you down. Come on, talk to me. Partnerships is when two entities combine, come together. Watch this. Maybe with different ideas, but bring their ideas together to get one idea. Come on, talk back to me. Partnerships, when you have the right partnership, you don't have to worry about no one taking control because both of you understand or all of you understand whether you are a CEO or a president or whatever you are. All of you understand if we don't move together, we cannot do anything in the world. See? If we're not partnering with the same desires, with the same passion, with the same drive, same motivation, we are wasting our time doing anything. I remember, and I, I'm going to put it to you like this. Um, when we were in the army, right, they had this thing called mark time. And Mark time was simply being in one place and just doing this, walking. But you're not going nowhere. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying nothing to your boy. I ain't got all night to be on here. Uh, mark time it was just being in one place and just doing this until they tell us to halt. And But we're doing this. One time we did it for like 30 minutes. We ain't going nowhere. 30 minutes in one place. And if you're not careful, whomever you decide to partner with in life, if you're not careful, you could be marking time. Being stagnated in one place. Why? Here's, can I say something to you? Listen, don't get mad at Red. I'm so glad I got two of y'all on. I'm excited. Listen, um, what happens sometimes? We don't want to move above the people who we are in partnership with. Watch this. Because we are afraid of leaving them behind and then having the fear of feeling guilty. Come on, talk back to your boy. Can I say something to you, please? Listen, in order to do, well, let me put it this way. In order for Jesus to do the impossible in your life, you got to do something impossible. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. If Jesus is going to do anything impossible, 
in your life, you've got to do something impossible. You're going to have to make an impossible decision. Come on. Because the people, some people, who you're partnering with. Now, now Paul is saying, watch this. Paul is saying, don't become partners with unbelievers. Now, what does that really mean? Does that because we, we, we really mean when we hear the word unbeliever, that means that person don't believe in Jesus Christ. It could mean that person don't believe in God, don't believe in the Trinity at all, may not believe like you believe. But it's an unbeliever. And don't you know, can I say this to you? There are some good saved Christian folks, and we had talked about this before. I, I'm just doing a, a, a little brush up. There are some Christian folks who all don't believe the same. Come on, talk back to me. There are some good saved, sealed, and sanctified people coming to a place called church. <laughs> And they do not have the same belief. There are people in buildings like that don't have the same belief as the pastor do. Whomever that pastor is. The pastor could be casting vision about buying up lots and building homes. And you may have a congregation of people in the night. How are we going to do that? See? Unbelieving, unequally yoked, the wrong partner. And see, when you have people or a person in your life that don't believe the way you do, not only about Jesus, but don't believe the way you do, period, about bettering yourself, about a better life, about a better community, about a better neighborhood, about a, a feeding people, clothing people, wanting to see things done in the world when you have somebody in your life or when there are some people in your life or when there is an organization in your life that does not see things the way you see things because as Christians, as believers, as followers of Jesus Christ, we believe kingdom thoughts. And every person you come in contact with may not think kingdom thoughts. They might be okay with Inglewood being the way they are. They won't even come into Inglewood. They say, hey, let's build something. No, nah, there's too much gun. There's too many things going on over there on East West Garfield, over there on the west side. Let's not go over there and build nothing. There are people in this land, in this city, in our communities. There are aldermen, congressmen, states people, policemen. There are a lot of people in the world, even some pastors, even some apostles, even some bishops. Whoever it is, they have a mindset, I'm okay with where I am. And when you have people like that around you, even good, saved, and sanctified folk can pull you down. And, and, if, and if, they, if they're not pulling you down, they're stagnating you. Come on. 
So listen. Uh so when when we have when we have people and when we have partnerships or relationships with people who are not believing like we are, it might weaken our Christian commitment. It might weaken our Christian commitment. Now listen, that there are some people uh, who married people, watch this, who don't believe in Jesus Christ, don't want to go to church, whether Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, whatever. And what happens, watch this, when we get involved with these people, they begin to pull us away from what we were committed to in the beginning. Come on. They begin to slowly turn us back into a place where we thought we left. And then not before long, you find yourself back in the mess that you were in before you came out. Come on, talk back to me. But that happens though when the people we're partnering with don't believe the way we do. It takes you away and pulls you out of the lane in which the Lord had you in. He had the path laid out for you. You were going that way and then you met dude or you met old girl or you met them and they begin to say, hey, let's do this and let's do that. And slowly but surely, you, you come from the right lane and now you're going left. Why? Because of the partnership. So it is very important for us as Christians to have the right partnerships. Listen to me. Can I say this? And please, if y'all believe that this message has been a blessing to you, please share it. Amen. Hey, wife, please share the message. Can I say this to you? Politicians. Now, I'm not against nothing, but I want to say this. Sometimes, partnering with politicians really don't help the kingdom of God. Come on, talk back to me. Because you know what happens sometimes? We begin to roll with the politicians' plan. Oh, they, they promise they're going to give 100 black churches. Listen to it. Oh, they promise they're going to give 100 black churches. They, oh, they promise they're going to uh, uh, bring, bring the uh, water bill down. Oh, they promise they're going to bring the light electric bill down. Oh, they promise. Listen to me. Why go on the promises of man when we already know track records of politicians, whether who, don't make a difference who they are. Because once they get into where they are, they got to go through a bunch of red tape. So they just don't get into office and immediately, bam, the difference makes or the difference happens 
They got to go through this. They got to go through that. They got to get this passed. They got to get that passed. The, the paper got to say the right thing. When, when our Bible says it, now can I remind you what Jesus keeps telling us? That when we put the kingdom first, he would add all other things. Unto, whatever we need, he'll add unto us. So if your church, your community, on your job, if there is a need and you're in that place, speak those things and allow the Holy Spirit, allow the power of God to intervene and manifest the very thing that that area needs. See? But if we are in the wrong partnership, if we got the wrong people around us, because some people will say, oh, you know what? Let's do this first. <laughs> Come on. See, that's why I got to go back to my boys. Y'all don't mind, do you? That's why I'm so glad that the, those three Hebrew boys was only them three. I'm sure they had some other partners, but I'm glad it was those three. Because, see, when you're in a partnership, you got to be together um, until the end. We we call we call that ride or die. <laughs> Come on, talk back to me. See, you you need some kingdom people that are ride or die. When you believe crazy enough to believe that you can build a community center, a center in Inglewood somewhere, you got to believe. You got to have a partner that believe the way you do. You can't have a partner talking about, oh man, you know, we got to go through this and, and, and the governor ain't going to get us and the ultimate. Let me tell you something. God is in control of everything, every living thing, everything see and everything we cannot see. He knows how to make things work together for our good. But you have to have the right partner. You cannot move forward when somebody else is pulling backwards. Come on, talk back to me. Because you know sometimes when you have partners, sometimes your partners have partners. Watch me. Your partners have partners. And when your partner is partnering with people who don't believe the way you and your partner do, most of the time when your partner is partnering with other people, sometimes they've been partnered with these folks for a long time and they'll be a little more lenient to what they say versus to what you say. And so now, watch this, and so now you're going to have to make a decision. Do I go that way or... Do I stay with the word of God? If the partner is not the right partner, then your Christian commitment can be and will be compromised. Not only that, but your character will be compromised. You will begin to do things out of character, acting out of character, sounding out of character, uh, doing things out of character. Why? Because of the partnership you have. 
See, you got to understand, there are some people who don't really care nothing about where they are. They just do, say, and feel any type of way they want to. And so they make it think, they make you think that it's okay. It's not okay. When you're in the wrong flock, <laughs> when you're traveling with the wrong group, and my mother used to tell me sometimes, boy, start running with them, it make you guilty by association. Guilty by association. You didn't throw the rock, but you was with them when they threw it, and all y'all ran. <laughs> you ain't saying nothing back to me. It compromises your character. And then people start looking at you. Is that such? That can't be. Yeah, that is them. You may not be doing it, but you're in the crowd. And because you're in the crowd, come on here. It makes you guilty. Can I, can I prove it to you? The Bible said by one man we all sin. Guilty by Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. We are guilty by association. And then by one man we were all made free. Free by association. See. So you have to be careful. Because if you're not associating with the, with the right people who's keeping their character intact, then there could be a good chance you can be labeled even if you're not doing what they are doing. That, that's because you got other folks taking money out the church plate and you don't have to do that. Come on, talk back to me. Just because you got other people rubbing each other's backs and giving favors just for a favor, just for a favor, and then you can't stop doing it because if you stop doing it, then they're going to wretch you out. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Your character is important, but sometimes when you have the wrong partner, when your partnerships are wrong, your character can be compromised. Watch this. And one more thing, I gotta go. Got eight minutes and I gotta get this in there. Not only will your Christian commitment be compromised, not only will your character be compromised, but also your standards will be compromised. The things that you used to do, you start back doing them. <laughs> Come on, talk to me. The places you used to go, you start back going. Your standards will be compromised. But if you have the right partnership, and here's what I like about the right partnership because if the person is the right person, if the organization is the right organization, they are not going to let you fall. That's why I like uh, the 12-step program. Once you come out of that, they have what they call a sponsor. And what the sponsor does, it, 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 it's there. That person is there for two things. 
to check on you and for you to check in. Let me say it again. They have a sponsor. And the sponsor is there to check on you and for you to check in. <laughs> some, some people call that accountability. See, But when you have the right partner, they're not going to let you lower your standards. Come on, talk back to me. And sometimes we lower our standards to get with something that look good. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. We lower our standards because we want the position. You ain't saying nothing back to me. We lower our value, our morals, the morality, our humanity, our humility. We allow all that to go out the door because we want to be with that. And then you find out that once you have lowered your standards, once you have gotten into partnership with them, once you have gotten close to them, once the relationship begins, now you found out that it really wasn't worth it. And so now what has to happen, the storm has to come. And now the storm has to blow away all the rubbish. <laughs> And determining on how you built your house, if you built it on true foundation, though the wind blows, you will be remain standing. But it all has to be. See, I know you, you think somebody saying, oh, Red, no, I'm stronger than that. I, I believe you are. But I'm telling you, and I'm sharing with you, what our brother Paul said. He said you got to watch it. Because the wrong partnership. Will take you down. Getting with the wrong people. Will corrupt you. It will stagnate you. It will pour you out. Of what God has put you in. And you will find yourself. At the beginning again. So when you're choosing, can I say this to you? Let Christ, let the Word, let the Holy Spirit, let God help you in choosing. Let Him help you. Because this world is filled with people. You see it now. I mean, it, it ain't really changed, but it's gotten a little worse. Because now people are just doing whatever it seems like. So when you're choosing your partners, whether it's in business, whether it's in marriage, these two things should always come together and have a joint interest. You should be interested in the same thing. You should be interested in seeing whatever you all bring together flourish together and blossom together. Not just so you can um, inherit something, but so that other people can be blessed by you coming together. And can I say this to you? That's really what it's all about. Making sure that when you combine what you and that 
person has or that organization has, whatever the idea is, is to combine it so that not only you can benefit, but that others can benefit from the combination. Can I say this and I'm gone? See, when, when we started high school, when they, they took us swimming, they told us to get a combination lock. And they told us to get a combination lock. Why? Because, uh, you know, people can get into those other locks. It's kind of easy to get into the other locks. So he said, get a good combination lock. Right? So I got a combination lock. Watch this. And the first day we went swimming, I put it in. I was so excited. I put my stuff in my locker. I was in old high school. Put it in a locker and um, locked it up, right? <laughs> Came back. I forgot the combination. Man. I forgot the combination. Are you hearing me? And so what had to happen? Uh, they had to get one of the janitors or somebody to come and cut the lock off. Are you hearing me? I know. Messed up. I was late to class. So listen, don't forget the combination. And what is that, Red? It's prayer. Listen. It's meditation. And it's believing. And I know you say, Red, it's more than that, but I'm just saying. That, that's a good combination. Prayer. Meditation and believing. Those that meditate on the word day and night. <laughs> you, you, you meditate on the word day and night. And watch how the word manifests great things in your life. But the next time, and I'm gone. Because by the time, the next time though, I got that combination. And I remembered it. So I put the right combination in. And I was able to get out. Y'all going to miss this. I was able to get out what I put in and I wasn't late for class. See, And sometimes when we don't remember the combination, we get late to the blessings. We get late to the healing. We get late. But when we remember the combination, now we can access. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing to your boy. Now we can access. Access what God has put away for us. Lord have mercy. I gotta go. I'm gone. I'm gone. I, I'm getting too happy. I, I feel me doing some more stuff. All right. Listen. 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 Man, get okay. Listen. If this message has been a blessing to you, please share it 